Welcome, everyone, to the Mythic Life Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Brummett, and today we're exploring depression, the different ways that it manifests, and how it is so important to lead a soul-led life and to have a connection to the sense of spirit in relation to our mental emotional states. A mythic life is free from the constraints of old stereotypes, led by the adventurous soul that is striving for joy, fulfillment of purpose, and a quest for higher growth and connection. A person who believes there is more than meets the eye, that pursues personal development, and a person that is wanting to break free from societal norms and explore their mystical abilities. There is greatness within everyone and a soul desiring for joy. Welcome, everyone. As I mentioned before, I'm your host, Eric Brummett. I have been on this journey of personal development for the past 25 years and have been active in the world of Fady Healing, a wonderful modality for the past 23 years, and then a full-time practice for the last 20 years in New York City and upstate New York, where I currently reside. I've had the wonderful opportunity of working with so many people uh, around the world and being able to help them in sessions and teach courses. I'm just really excited for today's topic because It's something that so many people face in so many different ways. This topic of depression. What is depression? How it manifests? How it really affects so many areas of our life? And how there's so many different ways of really navigating it and healing it and working it through to come into more of a place of health, a place of joy, fulfillment, and connection. It's actually one of the things that I personally faced coming into Theta Healing was, you know, I was young and was feeling very lost. I had an idea of what I wanted to pursue in my life, but it was more of an adoption of what society was telling me to do. You know, I was living in Santa Cruz. I loved my friends. I loved nature. I had really great people around me, a really great community of of people in Santa Cruz, especially at that time. You know, this was through the 80s and 90s that I lived there. And at this time, it was the late 90s. I was becoming an adult, having to navigate becoming independent and getting through jobs and losing jobs. And, you know, all my friends were going to college, going to school, and were pursuing whatever could bring them the most joy. A lot of people and the the big desiring job to pursue was actually becoming a fireman. You know, we were all like in junior lifeguards and lifeguards and, and doing marine rescues and things like that. And so that was always this big, amazing ideal. You get this place of being this hero. You get to go and do rescues and save people's lives. And for the most part, when you're not on calls, you're just hanging out with a squad of really cool people and hanging out and working 24 hour shifts. So you only have to work like two and a half days a week. You get a lot of time off. And because it's so physically demanding, you get a full retirement, like after 15 years, like it's kind of like this dream of every surfer in California is to become a fireman. So like, 
a lot of my friends were pursuing that. And I was like, well, that sounds really good. That sounds amazing because I like to surf and I like my friends. And this is what society is telling me to do. You know, I was pursuing it. I was exploring what I could do to become that. But that wasn't me. That's the thing. You know, so I was struggling navigating life and it was fatiguing. It was hard. It was a lot of jobs that were exhausting and made me unhappy and I kept losing them. And then I'd struggle financially. And how do I, you know, make my rents and how do I pay for food for myself? And then I was running into health issues because I wasn't having good health routines, was eating good, healthy foods and was having infections in my body. Like the story just kind of continues to go on and on unraveling in this way of how life and spirit knew I was out of alignment. I wasn't in alignment with what path I was meant to take. And so, you know, really realizing this in hindsight, it took a lot of courage. It took a lot of support to find my way to Theta Healing. And it was out of actually having a health issue, having health conditions. I had infections in my body. I had a surgery. I was malnourished. I was had a lot of fatigue, a lot of difficulty in focusing. I couldn't really maintain anything. And so I was forced to have to depend on where I could lean on others and have support, which then the universe guided me. And this is the thing with depression. Depression manifests in all these different ways. Like the chemistry of depression is where we have low serotonin, low dopamine. So serotonin is your calm, cool, relaxed, like everything's good. This contentment, it's this place of more serenity. It's this like soft feeling. This, this is serotonin, right? Dopamine is our pleasure, our sense of desire, our sense of pleasing fulfillment. If that is like the deliciousness of food, if that is the enjoyment of sensuality, if that is this larger sense of fulfillment of a sense of purpose, right? So dopamine is this really interesting chemical that communicates and gives that feedback of, yeah, this is fantastic, right? So when these chemicals, these neurochemicals are low, what happens is we end up having a lot of emotions of sadness and sorrow. There is a numbing that can occur where there's a lack of motivation. There's a lack of desire. There's not really a clear understanding of what feeds us, what is fulfilling. Even when there are things that are nourishing to us, if it is a kindness of a person, if it is something nurturing to us, if that is a relationship, if that is a food, if that is movement and exercise. So these low chemicals turn into this place of emptiness. And that emptiness becomes filled with thoughts. 
It can be anxiety with overactive, over-obsessive mind. It can be filled with unwanted emotion where there's a lot of discouragement and frustration and criticalness and fear, anxiety, overwhelm. And the types of situations that manifest with this is that there starts to become a low self-esteem. We don't feel good about ourselves in this state. And out of that low self-esteem, we go into survival mode. We go, okay, what do I have to do to survive? And we end up attracting and manifesting situations that become codependent. We get into jobs and careers that over lean on us and we end up taking on too much responsibility and we start to run into adrenal burnout and exhaustion where we're over committing. That can also be over committing into relationships, into family dynamics, into even friendships. I've seen people completely get lost into a friendship where their friend becomes not like a project, but they become more invested into their friend's life than into themselves. And all of this comes out of this low self-esteem, this sense of lack of worth. Because all of this is in a way of forgetting about ourselves, right? So when we forget about ourselves and we have this emptiness, we have this numbness, then we stop moving and we stop eating correctly. And out of that becomes a malnourishment and a fatigue, a congestion in our body, right? So a lot of people that run into depression, they, you know, may go and they talk to a therapist and do talk therapy that can really help in the mindset a bit, but there's still this emptiness and there's the chemical piece that's still not right there. Some people will then turn to nutrition. They'll take supplements, they'll eat right, and this starts to feed their chemistry a little bit, or they go to a medication that then creates these blockers that make it so that the chemicals don't get metabolized and actually build up so that you have a higher level of serotonin and this kind of eradicates certain negative thoughts. Yet what I've heard from a lot of people that have taken antidepressants is that once again, it actually makes even more of a numbing. And if it's then combined with the anti-anxiety, then there's also this blanket that comes over. So in situations, this can be really, really important depending on how chemically depleted somebody becomes. And, you know, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a therapist in that way. So if you are ever facing really dark thoughts, it is good to consult a medical person. Yet I have worked with so many people that have gone that route and they're still in depression. These actually aren't solutions. These aren't cures. They're not healing. This is management and maintenance. And what I found with working with so many people facing depression, that the number one thing, the number one thing that is missing, that is most consistent from 
every client and student and friends that I have had the opportunity of working with is the sense of actually being disconnected. That disconnection could have come from so many places. And when I say disconnected, what I'm referencing is a spiritual disconnection from an aspect of self that in the metaphysical world is referred to as our higher self or to many people, they will say their soul in more of the spiritual world. It is a disconnection from the universe, from creator, from God. You know, you can put so many different names to it. I just like to keep it in this place of a disconnection from an aspect. And, um, you know, when I was facing my depression, when I was deep in this health condition, when I was suffering and struggling, and it was starting to completely flatline me, the very first real healing I got was building that connection back up. You know, I worked on some subconscious beliefs. It was actually more of a meditation and a healing where I felt that spiritual essence come into my pineal gland, this healing to my chemistry of a reconnecting of my crown chakra, right? And it was like a light switch. As soon as I felt that, as soon as I went on the journey of that meditation to connect to that side of myself, it awoken this sense of fullness. All of a sudden, I felt spirit back in my body. And feeling that actual embodiment of spirit built up vitality. I didn't have the same fatigue. I had drive and ambition. I started to explore and could navigate finding that place of purpose. And really, this became such a big thing in what I've worked with so many people on. The, the, this first step that was always really important with everybody I worked with was first and foremost, a reconnection with spirit. And then from a reconnection with spirit, as we worked, we would work through, you know, the lack of self-worth, insecure beliefs, reprogramming the subconscious, but it was guiding them in their own meditation of listening to that other side of themselves, listening to spirit that uplifted in a way that they became driven into a sense of purpose. They reconnected to my life has meaning. My life has purpose. I'm here for things, not just of, Oh, I'm going to just devote my life to everybody else and be of service to everyone else. Or I, have to take care of this job because that's where I find my worth. None of these supplemental patterns. It was actually more of a, a love of life that came from this purpose. If it was painting, if it was pursuing personal development, if it was, you know, having a family, some people, it was planting a garden. Some people, it was, traveling and they had to 
just really clear out the importance of all these other places to create the room in their life to be able to do. So from this, as they pursued purpose, there was a fulfillment, a sense of fulfilling, right? Am I fulfilled as a healer? Well, I'm still healing. So there's more filling to be done, I guess. And I love working with people. So what jazzes me up every week, of course, I love being with my kids and how fulfilling that is. Being with my wife, I love the adventure of managing a house and taking care of it and having land and planting a garden and landscaping and all those those types of things. But what really is this higher lifeline is connecting, meditating, and connecting with that side of myself. And when I feel that connection and I listen, I can find that new way of going, that new direction to take that is fulfilling to my spirit. And when I am active and fulfilling my spirit, it trickles into everywhere else in my life. It trickles into my relationships. It trickles into my vitality and my lifestyle, my lifestyle balance that keeps me physical, that keeps me moving and healthy. As I pursue it, manifestations come into all the other places, all of my needs of support, of opportunity draw in when I'm pursuing it. So I know when I'm out of alignment with my soul-led life, right? Because that's what we're talking about here. That's what mythic life is about, is pursuing a soul-led life. It's not a single purpose. It's not like I'm on a mission from God, right? It's it's always modifying and changing. It, it may be something new, a new chapter in a couple years from now. We're not in life for one single thing. And as we're in life listening and leading a soul-led life, the actions that we take are moving with vitality are moving with the universe and opportunity comes in. This builds our manifestations that allow for abundance to come in. It allows for energy to flow that keeps our vitality up. It engages us into situations that we are connecting with our tribe, people that are like-minded. And we, through that, are discovering relationships, people find their soulmates, people have their families through this. So there's so many different aspects to this. Now, of course, there are those really important things. You know, there's really helpful supplements to take. There are times that it's important to detoxify and cleanse and get out of bad habits, you know, like Alcohol and drugs is not necessarily in alignment with your soul-led life. Although some people, their purpose was creating a distillery, who knows, or a brewery, or running a restaurant. So the important thing here is to realize that, yes, there are healthy habits. There are places that we can use support. If that is through 
a traditional therapist, if that is with an alternative healer, if that is with a shaman, whatever you're drawn to, if that is going to yoga and doing breathwork classes and going to drummings, like you should listen to what sounds like the support that feeds vitality, what that moves your energy. The important parts is your movement, your physicality, what you put in your body, services that move your energy that seems to build vitality. And most importantly, if you need help connecting to spirit, connecting to that other aspect of yourself that whispers in your ear, that activates your heart, and that paves the path forward towards fulfillment. We are Mythic Life. Free thinkers, deep feelers, courageous trailblazers. We own our myth with our vibes, how we think, feel, and act. We believe that love is a given, not something earned. That spiritual is sexy, kindness is cool, and earth is sacred. We walk our talk, and when life gets real, we heal. That everybody has superpowers, and life is too boring without magic. We choose our path and make it epic. Thank you for joining me today, everyone. Once again, I'm Eric Brummett. I'm so happy to be connecting and sharing this message with you. If you want to know more about what we do, what Mythic Life is about, you can, of course, please subscribe, follow this podcast. We do have episodes that come out on the second and fourth Monday of every month. We will be having guests in the fall. You can check out more about us at mythiclife.com. Follow us on our socials. Instagram is at The Mythic Life. YouTube is Mythic Life and Facebook is Mythic Life. You can also join the community. Um, We have a Facebook group that is Mythic Life Experience where we do drop little insights and reminders and things like that. You can subscribe to our email list. We have a lot coming out through our emails that just let you know of different things that we have going on. Every month, we do have a live online healing circle that you actually get to be walked through this beautiful theta healing meditation that can help you reconnect with spirit. So if this speaks to you, check us out, come have an experience with us and thank you all for joining everyone. See you all in two weeks.